Hey gang, and welcome to Fitness Facts and Coffee Chats, where we want to help you simplify fitness so that you can discern fact from fad. We combine our knowledge and experience to help you create a more achievable, effective, and enjoyable fitness lifestyle. Today, on our third noisy podcast, I get to interview Adam about his upcoming 100K foot race. Look, if you've been a lifter or you are just starting out in your running game and you want to prepare better for your race, however long it may be, you're definitely going to want to listen up and maybe even apply some of the strategies that Adam is using to get ready for his big race. Hope you guys enjoy. I was looking for something and like I didn't want like a marathon. Yeah. Because like... I like I think that's something that I wouldn't be able to like compete that well in, because and it's just hard, hard pavement the whole time. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. Obviously, like the terrain can be tough with hills, but like something just a little more Uh like different than just beating feet on pavement. Uh So that's when like I was kind of looking at trail runs, and that's when like I was like, yeah, trail runs Oklahoma. And then like I went through a list, and like it's a big like it's the Outlaw 100. It's like a big one that has like they have like six or seven events. Yeah. That they do. All around here, and I started looking into them, and I was like, "Oh, like, okay. okay, yeah, okay." Yeah. I just think it's funny that you said, "I don't think I can compete very well in a marathon," and I thought you were specifically talking about the distance. Oh, I thought, well, the one you signed <laughs> like up for. I don't know if you're very good with kilometers, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah. I mean, it ends up being about sixty-two miles, right? Yeah, hundred k. Yeah, yeah, hundred k. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it's pretty saucy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what made you? What made you want to? Just put yourself out of the comfort zone, or yeah, and that, that was part of it. Where like, because I'm actually doing like a 50k next month, and that was like 31 miles, and that was like kind of like I was like, well, I wasn't gonna do it, but then I was like, why wouldn't like, I was like, worst case is like, I I'm not that ready for it, and I realize it, and then we're just amp my training up a little bit more, but like, it is like the challenge, like, because like you have to train for 100k, like 50k, like. I could have done it like last month, like kind of like you're talking about like with America, like I can do it, like I'll crash and burn at the end, Yeah. But I can do it, but like 100K is like, you can't limp into that and expect to finish it within the time. You like, can't just, like David Goggins. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really trying to stay away from Rabdo and crap <laughs> for myself a couple of times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. Well, and I saw on the website that it said that this Norman Trail is supposed to be pretty flat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And it was like the... Um, the trail was yeah, it was like for like uh, like kind of moderate, moderate. The one I'm doing in no um, next month is in Wilberton. Yeah. You've been to Wilberton, Oklahoma. It's a little mountainy. I a little actually. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, there's gonna be that's gonna be like some pretty good, and it's at night. So that's another yeah. What do you mean at night? Like it starts at 7 p.m. Oh yeah, like sundown. Okay. Like so, it's called like dark and dirty. Oh. And so you have like headlamps, and there's like two trails. One's like a gravel kind of better path, and one's more of like a trail. Running. So you're gonna be running with the deer, yeah, and yeah. the raccoons. And I guess bears, cause yeah. bears out there too. So. That's right. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I've heard there's actually been a resurgence of black bears in Oklahoma. There you go. There we go. A wrestle a bear <laughs> yeah. halfway through your sit, run. Sit with up the smoky. That's a <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a win to me. So then, what are you doing? What? How are you? This is what I really wanted to know. <clears throat> I would. I'm gonna go ahead and take some liberties. I would say that you are more of a meathead type trainer. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like. I understand because that's what I do. Yeah. You know, I like lifting weights and I like moving around. So, how are you as a let's just say weightlifter? Yeah. Training for this run. I'm just lifting weights. I'm not running. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just winging it. I, I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like the first like 
six weeks, kind of getting them to the end of it to where it's like just running again to where it's just I'm not thinking about time. Like, especially at first, I was like, I'm just getting my feet under me. Yeah, like how far? Like, on it, like my first like first week I was doing like, I was doing time, maybe like 20, 30 minutes. What I get is what I get. Oh, okay. And like, okay. Okay. my main thing was like, just build that aerobic base to mm-hmm. where I'm not trying to get that heart rate up. Tell them to listen to music. I can kind of mouth the words to where it's not like, I'm not trying to get in the red. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just trying to get better aerobically. Okay. And that's sometimes hard because we just want to get it done. It's just yeah. like, oh, we can make this suck for 10 minutes and be done a little quicker. Yeah. Not really with your time. We just make it suck for 10 minutes. But yeah. It's again, just kind of pulling back and just letting my feet get under me. To, mm-hmm. So then how many times a week did you start doing that? Us, and I would do like four to six, kind of. It would do, it would depend on like where my legs felt too. Oh. To where, like especially in the beginning, if I started to feel like an overuse, like kind of tightness, not like shin splints. Well, it could be shin splints, but like kind of <laughs> <laughs> kind of things like in the, in the calves, calves tightness to where it's like, okay, I should probably actually just kind of sit down and stretch a little bit, mm-hmm. trying to loosen it up. Okay. Okay, so then when did you switch to, how many weeks did you do that? Let me ask you that. Uh, so it's probably about six weeks to just trying to get like oh, wow. a, okay. a base phase down to where, yeah. and they, they can be longer. Like we talked about periodization. Yeah. But like yeah. I've done like a base phase for like eight weeks before, and like it's just it just helps you build that base so you can train harder and longer. Yeah. So like let your body adapt to it neurologically. Yep. Yeah. And again, like building that tissue tolerance, like increasing mm-hmm. your long runs mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So. Mm-hmm. So then when did, so after the six weeks, you switched over to mile-based running, I assume? I kind of in the middle of that. Okay. Just because, like, I started to feel like, okay, I'm getting my stride again. To where okay. I'm running and, like, it's like, oh, like, you get that, like, that base where it's like, oh, I'm going to run four miles, say. And it's like, yeah, it's just going to be like, okay. And just kind of go to where it's not like, yeah, I'm just going to suck. Like, yeah. mile three, I'm going to be, like, feeling heavy foot to where, no, you get down with your four and you're just like, <clears throat> you laugh because you know that feeling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, I mean, yeah, you and I were just talking about how I've been running over the quarantine, and running with form is a lot different than just running willy-nilly. Yeah. And I used to run willy-nilly, so yeah. I know the feeling. I'm very much heel strike. I was very fortunate that I had, I've always had pretty decent running shoes, yeah. so I was saved by the heel of the shoe, you know what I mean? But now that I have minimalist shoes, you can't make that mistake, <laughs> not without feeling it. <laughs> So, and that, so, like, are you, because I know trail running is a lot different. I imagine, like, the one thing that you absolutely have to invest in for a trail run, especially a, a well, 50K or a 100K, or even a marathon, like, you should invest in a good amount, of, like, good pair of shoes. Absolutely. So, like, what did, are you, what kind of shoes did you end up getting for this? So, what, honestly, like, I kind of take it to the hand of professionalness, uh-huh. to where, like, I went to Tulsa Runner, and I was like, hey, I got five yeah. feet. I'm gonna do trail, trail running. Oh, you do Long have flat feet. Yep, I got oh, real flat great. feet. Oh, okay. If it was the 40s, I would have never been able to run the army. I would have missed, missed D Day because my feet are flat. They are flat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I got super flat feet. So I was kind of getting support for them to where, hmm. yeah, that's kind of where I trust professional that if they feel good mm-hmm. to where I'd rather go in there and just be like, hey, this kind of, like, people come to us mm-hmm. to where, for the expertise to where I went yeah. to them and I was like, hey, I got flat feet. This is yeah. what I'm trying to do. So did they give you an orthopedic shoe, or what did they? What did you end up getting? Uh, it's just like a supported shoe for people with flat feet, and like okay. they they brought out like six different pairs, and like I just tried them all on. Some I was like tight up top, yeah. not gonna work, and then I found the one that, that felt good. Well, what and how would you describe felt good? Because to me, like in, in correct me if I'm wrong, like trail shoes are heavy, yeah. heavier because you have to be able to like 
you may hit a roof and you have to have that weight. Yeah. It's not like you can't run with a minimal shoe because you have a lot more play and your ankle's a lot more at risk. So that that is why I went with like a kind of a stereotypical running shoe. Okay. It just does have like support and like for okay. me like sometimes like I went to places before where they gave me like shoes for flat feet, but they it's almost like you're trying to correct the arc. Yeah. And like it's just too much like pressure on the tour here. Like my foot actually fits on the shoe. Huh. So it's not like if you like if I like step down on my shoe standing straight up, like my foot isn't coming over the outside of the bottom. So a lot of regular shoes that I get, like I'll stand up straight and my you'll see that my foot isn't fully covered because it's flat, it's wider. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that way like okay. you see literally like the base of the shoe isn't covering my whole foot. It's almost trying to poke up the sides. Interesting. Like yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. So, so I get a typically shoe. you would have to buy a wider shoe. Yep. Okay. Yep. Or like this one. These aren't actually wide, but they're just built for people flat feet. So like I do have the support that I need there. Okay. And that was kind of one thing. Like if I go like to a regular store and see a regular like shoe, I'll see that my feet are kind of almost trying to explode up to the outside of, of the shoe. Interesting. So it's not necessarily that you got a a trail running shoe. You just got a shoe that fit you well that has. I mean, I guess decent tread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's comfortable. Yeah. And like, and you said you didn't want one that was tight at top. So where do you you want it like a uniform tightness all the way around? Yeah. To where like there's some to where like I just felt like it's kind of squeezing on top of my foot. Okay. And like okay. obviously like if there's tightness around there mm-hmm. to where that's just gonna rub, rub, rub. I guess that's kind of stuff like even like getting like a boot in the army. Maybe certain types of boots that I would get just because of the feel. Hmm. And then I know that. I've trained some military guys who said they would go rook. And like, yeah. the worst thing isn't necessarily the mileage, it's what happens in your shoe. Yep. And we just talked about this. Yeah. You said you were running and the worst thing was that your your socks got waterlogged. So how do you well, I mean how do you prevent that? Cuz I've been told cuz to me in my head, I thought, you know, like the most thing the most important thing you could do it would be to change your socks. Yeah. But then I've had someone tell me that's the worst thing you can do because you want that that sock to conform to your foot. Yeah, um, I I would have changed it if I had a pair of socks. Mm-hmm. I would have changed it mm-hmm. just because, like, yeah, it, mm, better socks too. I wore typical kind of regular socks, so that was holding a lot of moisture. But even if I didn't, I would have I would have definitely changed socks. Interesting. So, yeah, because I know their thought process was well, <clears throat> I'm gonna be running. It's gonna form to my foot. And then what's going to happen is as soon as I take my sock off, it's going to rip off any raw skin, and now I'm going to have a blister. It might, yeah. Yeah, and it could, and like you should be able to feel that to where, like especially, like I've done that, like we've done like 25 milers and stuff like that to where, I guess I haven't really had it to where, maybe I just got like stupid feet, like being in the army that long to where like I never actually had it like where I took my sock off and like the skin came off. And that could be another thing, that could be a friction issue too, to where if your fit's not right, oh, and, you're, okay. and your boot's sliding around a lot. And that can happen too, to where when you are sweating a lot, that it can kind of you get that moisture in there, and then you got that friction, and kind of things get a little bit bigger from you like rucking a lot. Okay. And like it could do that because I've done a few things that like I guess in the army some people say don't do because like one time like we're doing this training where we're rucking it was way too much like it was for a week straight we were doing stuff and like. I started to get like bad rub on my heel and like all this to where like I had a big old skin flap on the back of my heel. So like I would yes. do like I would tape some of it and then I would double up socks. Some say never do it because it creates more friction. But like I had a great and that could have been maybe my boot was a little bit too big. But like when I doubled up socks, like I had 
your fitness better. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So basically, you're saying that, and obviously, it's not a a, a solution that works for everyone. Yeah. In every situation, but the at any rate, the better your shoe fits, the less likely you are for blisters and things like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now the other thing that I've been told is moleskin. Like some people will just apply it when it's needed. So some people will like, you know, they'll rip off a sock and be like, ah crap, there goes some skin with it. I'm gonna yeah. replace it with some mole skin. But then they end up getting it somewhere else. And so what I've been told is some people just wrap their whole foot in mole skin. Yeah. Cause I remember, like, I remember when I first went, and, like the whole thing they always told about moleskin was cut the circle around the blister, put the moleskin over that without the moleskin on the blister. And then you don't get the friction oh. of it. Oh. Like there's no relevant, but what I've done is I've completely covered it before and I've done the hole and then covered it so there's not like so you have like the space between the moleskin and that so to cut the hole around the blister put the moleskin on so there's nothing and then I put another moleskin over it all mm. so there's no in like to where that like I didn't like the just put cut a hole in moleskin and put it over the blister like that just kind of didn't really work for me mm-hmm. or I've done that towards just like cover the whole thing or put a little gap between two layers of moleskin and mm-hmm. then cover it Hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you know you're gonna get hot spots, like you always get hot spots somewhere, mm-hmm. it could be like a gait issue or like you just preventative and just put some moleskin there. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. like, do you have you ever put it moleskin on before, or do you put it on just as needed? I guess the only time I put it on before was when I already had something, already had an issue. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, honestly, each their own. To where I think there is like, there's no wrong. And if it works for you, like great. Yeah. Like, well, and I imagine because a lot of I don't know, maybe a lot of people don't think about this is that everyone's foot is a little bit different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, like, my stride is different than your stride. I mean, part of that's because you got longer legs than I do, but then also, like, my foot's not your foot. Like, I'm not flat-footed, but I'm not far away either. Yeah, yeah. So, like, my gait is, or um, my running stride, I have to really focus on making sure I have a midfoot stride. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know, some people with high arches, they don't really think about it. It's just like, here I go. Yep, yeah. Like, that's my wife. Like, she runs extremely well. Yeah. And I can guarantee you she's not thought about her running for yeah, like as I get like just to be able, just to be able to like, yeah. yeah it's kind of frustrating uh, you know being a trainer and it's like oh okay well that's cool yeah, must be nice good for me so so then what is your what's your race pace for a well I mean for a 50k or a 100k I mean cause like it's hard to know cause like the terrain is gonna play the effect mm, of yes. how it goes so it's gonna be different to a 50k cause that one's in the mountain and like than 100k to where it's gonna probably be a little bit more flat. Mm-hmm. So I mean, my biggest within the time limit, I guess. To where? <laughs> <laughs> well, what is like, the time limit for the 50k? So it's just up till sunrise. Oh wow! So, so like quite a while. So 12 yeah, hours. Yeah. To where like? Oh, sorry, not 12 hours. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll edit that. Out. <laughs> we'll fix that. So, basically, you mean you have all night long to do it. Yeah. So, you should yeah. be able to, I mean, especially, I I'm mean, not, I'm what not is it, like a, a, you know, a person who's running an average marathon can do it in like four hours, four, I yeah. think. So, add another six miles to that. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too, because, like, my thing is, like, I should, like, no matter what the terrain is, I want to be able to keep, like, the army standard for rucking that we always had, and that was full gear like 45 pounds not including water mm-hmm. and like it was always 15 and under like you have to be under 15 minutes that's like for like a 12 mile ruck like that's kind of standard so like that's just kind of honestly like even without like I don't have gear 
Like, I should be able to maintain that pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I? Unless it's like crazy, obviously. I'm not going to do anything like in the Death Valley at that pace. But like, right. But like for like these things, that's kind of like my mindset to where it's like, I should be able to maintain that standard. A 15 minute yep. pace. Yeah, yeah okay. no matter what yeah. time. Unless yeah. it's like mountainside or anything, but like, I feel pretty confident. Yeah. Interesting. And then what are your, because I mean, maybe not on the 50K, probably, do you have a nutrition plan going into your run? That's kind of also, that's kind of why I like the 50K, to where like, there's things like, I like train people that do uh, endurance stuff, to where like, they're, hey, try this, try this, like squeeze, or this and that and that, to where that's kind of where I'm gathering information, and then it's like 50K, like, that'd be a good time to just kind of put in practice, see what sits well. Have you tried one of those goo packets? Uh, a while ago. They are disgusting. Yes, they are not good. They are nasty. <laughs> There's like, like, yeah, to where like, and I've heard like, I remember years ago I talked to a guy that ran like really competitive marathon and like, he was like Boston Marathon, like, mm-hmm. what are you qualified for, ran it a couple times. And he said like his thing that he, he did was like, it was like saltines and mustard. Oh. Like, that was just, it just worked for him. Like, he didn't mind it. Like, it sat well with him. Yeah. Like, he could easily carry it in like his pouch, and like that was just what he liked to use. I don't think I'm gonna try that. Yeah, that at least to start. Man, it yeah. seems like that would just dry you out so fast. Yeah. But even like in like Goggins, but like he's just popping salt tablets every hour. Hmm. Like you think. So or, you retain water when you're drinking it. Well, that and just the like, I can just the and like there's been a few like electrolyte drinks that like I'm trying to like liquid IV. We used one called Drip Drop in the army. That's what I got right now just to try and, like, they're, like, I'd say they're more than Pedialyte, like, your typical, like, Pedialyte. Oh, so it's like a thicker drink. Yeah, and, like, it's eight ounces of water. It's a packet, and, like, oh. there's there's probably a little bit more sugar in there, which we need for hydration anyways, but, um, yeah, and, like, it's, like, eight ounces of water. It's a nice little packet. Oh, uh, so it's not like you have to put down 16 ounces to make it work. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's, yeah, kind of a little smaller one. It looks oh. like a little, like, here Crystal light kind of packet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Electrolyte powder. Dehydration relief. Interesting. So is this something that one of your clients has told you about? That was or? one that we used those in the army. Oh, oh you just so, said yeah. that. Yeah. Liquid IV is another one. Though. I heard that. Interesting. Every one to two hours is needed until rehydrated. So basically, yeah. I mean, like, are you going to have someone meet you along the course or are you just going to carry one with you? I actually just had somebody, they gave me like a hydration, kind of like a belt. Like, has like two like water on it. Bandolier. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I'm going to get my fanny pack. You're going to be the Chewbacca of the course. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's my awesome. thought. Kind of run like him somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Feet stomp and arms stomp. <laughs> I was thinking like the, the guy in Happy Gilmore at the end when he's chasing Shooter McGavin. He's like, that's, like that's how I run. <laughs> I, I totally, I, mean, I was actually thinking of Sweetums from the Muppets. Oh, yeah. Hey guys, wait up for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, now I'm going to go watch because that's going to be funny. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. And then I, I've looked it up, but that 100K, there's a 10 hour time cap. Is that what I saw? I thought the 100K? Yeah, the It might have been on a different one, because I think it was 18. Uh, it was 18. Oh, it was 18? Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that may have been a different one. I'm, I mean, they had six of them. Yeah. And I couldn't find the course map for the one that you're running, so... There's been a few, like, on their website, like, there's oh, been a few okay. posts that kind of people outlined, they did it and showed uh, kind of, like, okay. the course map. Because it's a 20-mile loop, right? Yes. Ish? On the hunt, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So basically, you'll be running three-ish, 20-mile loops. Interesting. Yeah, so you're going to have the... What is your your escape plan? So whenever you're done, who's going to drag you off the field? (laughs) Uh, I was just going to find a tree. (laughs) Rip Van Winkle yourself into existence again. When I wake up, I wake up. The cramps will probably wake me up before then. (laughs) (laughs) Or wake up like Lars in heavyweights with a deer licking your chest. Yeah, yeah, okay. Licking my goo. Yeah. The bears, that's that's actually my bear repellent. I'm just going to put myself, squirt that on myself. Yeah. Like the hydration pack. And then uh, lay down, and then I'm gonna work out that. really well or really bad. <laughs> At any rate, it'll be a really good story. Man, that's a, that's exciting. I'm excited for you. And then you said that 100K is in November. 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 Okay. So then, so for someone who is interested in doing any longer run, marathon or uh, ultra marathon. Any distance, what would be your recommendation? Don't wait for perfect. There's never that perfect time. And that's yeah. what I was doing. And I was like, this 50K, like I talked about it to somebody, and like, it was like two weeks later, like, did you sign up for it? And I was like, ooh, I didn't, like, why didn't I? Yeah. Then I went and did it right at that point. Because, like, don't think about it. don't wait for perfect. Like, there's yeah. never that perfect time. There's always going to be something. Don't be like, I need to train more until I, like, think about signing up for this big, like, put that finish line there. Like, yeah. don't wait for perfect. Yeah. Like, just something's always going to happen. There's yeah. always going to be something. Or we're always going to find a reason that there's something. Like, right. Just sign up for it. Yeah. Have that on the calendar. Yeah. And then go for it. Like, your first one is going to suck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just know it. And I was saying that to, like, like I made a post on, like, Fit. Like, I remember the first time I ran five miles. It was the most miserable five miles of my life. Like, it sucked. Like, I remember, like, I remember so much of that run to where, like, I was running home. It's like, that's why I had my backpack when I ran last time because... I was recreating that, and like I remember, like there was times that I wanted to quit, I wanted to walk, I wanted to run the bushes and crap my pants, like that all those happened. <laughs> like it was the most miserable. Yeah, what they feed you at school? Yeah. Dude, I remember, I remember what I ate that day because I never did it again. Because like I was like trying to eat healthy, like a seventeen-year-old trying to eat healthy, and I remember like I had like some kind of protein, but then I remember I just had like mounds of like oranges. Like people just kept giving me their oranges, and I was like, I'm gonna run home, so I kept eating oranges. Yeah, that was a bad so idea. Oranges have a uh, yeah, a, too many oranges. Okay, too many oranges. Gotcha. Got a little bubble guts. It was rough. That is awesome. <laughs> well, I hope you recreated it to the point where you put all your textbooks in your backpack, started running. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> was like my like, backpack got heavy enough because like. It's very padded in the back, but all that pad just soaked up sweat. Mm, and like, yes. yeah, that, that sucked a little bit. Yeah. That sucked a little bit. Yeah. It was good. That's absolutely fascinating. Man, I'm excited for you. I think that'll be tons of fun. When is it? November the 100K. The 100, is it? It's November. Okay. It's, yeah. Like, I can't it's, remember the exact date. It's yeah. coming up. Like 17th, November 17th or something like that. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know it's on a Saturday. Yeah. Because I looked, and I guess they wanted to give you grace and to know that you'll probably need Sunday to re-enter <laughs> yeah. reality. Yeah. Right. Well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Gang, thanks so much for joining us today. If you would like to hear more from Adam, be sure to visit his website, newtsontraining.com. That's K-N-U-T-S-O-N training.com. You can visit him on the gram at Newtson Physical Prep or Facebook, Newtson Physical Preparation. And if you'd like to hear more from me, Trevor, 
You can visit me at NikeoStrength.com. That's N-I-K-A-O Strength.com and Nikeo Strength, both for Facebook and Instagram. Hey, thanks again for joining us. We hope you guys enjoyed your time. We hope you picked something up and we hope you can apply it to your life to help you live a more efficient, more effective, and safe fitness lifestyle. Thanks again. Hope you guys join us for the next one.